Berkshire Football Stories is sponsored by Barks County Football Club. The Swords are now ground sharing for the 2020-21 season at Binfield FC. If you're looking for your football fix in the area, check out Barks County's fixture list and head down to Hill Farm Lane this season to see local players striving for promotion. You can see all the latest fixtures, results and much more at www.barkscountyfc.com. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Podcast with me, Rob Davis, Tom Canning. Hello. And Abby Tysurst. Afternoon. Here we'll be talking about all things Berkshire football, uh, running through the start of some competitive fixtures, the new Reading women's fixtures, and even uh, a last little note about uh, a club leaving a local uh, ground nearby. Uh, But first... Abby, how have you been over the last few weeks? Yeah, good. Um, so S4K are kind of back into pre-season action. So, yes, yeah, exciting. You're actually playing some football. Well, yeah, actually. training anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good. So we played Woken and Embrook first and we drew 2-2 with them. So that's not too bad. They they play Division 1. We're Division 3 South. Oh, okay. Um, and then that blistering hot weekend, we decided it was a good idea to play Caversham United as well. And they also play in Division 1. And I mean, they hammered us 5-0 basically. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, sweltering. Um, but it was a good game. It was kind of nice to kind of figure out where we were in terms of levels. So yeah playing some actual football has been really fun to get back to and pre-season is rinsing us but that's what pre-season's for isn't it exactly yeah i'm just waiting for the bleep test to be mentioned and then i'm (laughs) gonna live that's the uh week that you bail out is it (laughs) exactly tom you actually been playing any football or got anything interesting to report Mm. like that no no, nothing. <laughs> no, I'd like to play some football, but it's uh, it's just not possible at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. So you've, uh, well, I, you might not have much to report. But I think I've got even less because I've been on COVID isolation for the last <laughs> 10 days. So, uh, yeah. You've not even been able to have dreams. You've exactly, just... yeah. Stuck in the house. <laughs> yeah. Not able to do anything. But I'm happy to report that I am now out and free and can go to games again because uh, yesterday was my final day. And you can't catch COVID through uh, a microphone, can you? No, you can't, hopefully. I'm double jabbed as well. Okay, so, fine, fine. Uh, as, as am I, as am I. <clears throat> double Abby's, jabbed. Abby's probably too young to be double jabbed. Are you even single jabbed, Abby? I am single jabbed, yeah. Ah. Um, I'm not that young. Uh, no, my next one's next week, so then I will be double jabbed. Oh, very good. Oh. Nice. We'll all be safe. Yes. But, uh, yeah. I uh, got pinged, and so I've been in isolation, oh, even though I tested negative. So. Oh, mate. Doing the right thing. Sensibly. Doing the right thing, but it is pretty tedious. And I'm looking forward to getting out tonight. Might reward myself with the Stains Maidenhead game, I think, this oh. evening. So, yeah. Lucky me. What a treat. Anyway, uh, cracking on, because we do have quite a lot to get through. Um, we have some competitive fixtures to talk about. The combined counties. Uh, Premier Division North is kicking off this weekend, as is the Combined Counties Division One, and both um, both fixtures involve Berkshire sides. They so do. We'll talk about a little bit about that. So, Rob, can I just say the South Premier Division is also kicking off, but it's got no Berkshire teams in it. So exactly. They don't care yeah. about it. Uh, the actual the South has actually <laughs> yeah. got quite a few more fixtures yeah. than the North and the Div One, but I skipped over that because, as you say, <laughs> there are no Berkshire sides involved. 
So um, I think we'll start by taking a look into the uh, new combined counties divisions. Uh, we haven't actually given uh, uh, overviews since they were formed a few uh, couple of months back and uh, in the restructure. Uh, as anyone who's listening to this will probably know that over the summer there was a uh, restructure in, in non-league and two extra divisions were added to step five, one of which is in the Thames Valley area here and is has been... Uh, run by the combined counties so they now have two divisions at step five the premier division north and the premier division, division south and all our Berkshire sides have been put into the premier division north so whereas last season we were mainly looking at the hellenic league this season we're mainly looking at the combined counties leagues so gone are the long away days to gloucestershire worcestershire and herefordshire and they've been replaced by, by trips to surrey and west london instead um, traffic, much M25 traffic jams M25 traffic jams indeed much closer but perhaps um, yeah tougher to get to in some cases anyway um, we'll start with the combined counties division north this weekend sees the kick off uh, the game between Reading City and Southall uh, before we get into the actual action uh, Tom what do you make of this new division in general the it's, makeup and the uh where all the teams are it's um it's 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 brilliant um i think maybe three four years ago we had a a little we had a season where all of our t- all the teams we covered at the time were all in the hellenic yes. in either the premier or division one east and it made it makes it so much easier when they're all just in and, and obviously there are teams higher up in the isthmian and the national league but having the bulk of the teams that you cover in the same competition um, just yes. just from a from even just from an admin perspective of trying to run a blog about these clubs it's easier uh, it's much because you know they'll meet each other they'll mm-hmm. you know they'll that things will happen and you're not trying to uh, to to cover a side that you um that you, that you know nothing about or have not heard of or and and you know there are so many it's entirely possible it's entirely plausible that you won't have heard of some of these teams because there are so many non-league teams. You can't have heard of every single non-league team. And there is a couple of teams in this division, in this Premier Division North, that I've certainly not heard of. Um, so, uh, St. Pantelemon. I can't even pronounce it. Is that how you say it? I think. Not a clue. <laughs> I don't know. Not a clue. Um, so, I think, in fact, I think they're the only ones in the, in, division, in the Premier Division North. But it's great to have all of these teams. And, it, and it's good for the local game. We always, always see higher crowds when clubs from a similar vicinity, shockingly, uh, always hire crowds when they play each other. So when, um, you know, when Virginia Water play Windsor, when Wokenham and Embrook play Reading or Ascot or uh, Hollyport, or any of these, any of these games, um, we are going to see higher crowds because the interest, because people can travel to them. Um, you can jump on the train and travel. Um, coincidentally, we've just published an article that tells you where all of the breweries are closest to the grounds that you're going to, which is, Hopefully helpful. So it's, so it's absolutely brilliant, and um, the Division One uh, as well is is no is no different. I do feel a little bit for some of the clubs in Division One because they are going from a division where they were maybe one of thirteen or fourteen teams to being one of twenty one teams, which means suddenly the commitment at Division One at Step Six is going to be a lot lot higher for for especially for our Berkshire sides that are perhaps used to maybe only playing Saturdays and the odd Tuesday when necessary. So. Um, I, I think that is that's going to be interesting to see how some of those clubs get on because it's going to be entirely possible that we players that have joined clubs at step six, especially that were in the Hellenic, join those clubs because it's the highest level they could play without having to perhaps play midweek. So we'll, we'll see how 
how that goes. I think that could be slightly detrimental, but we we will see, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. Um, that Premier League, Premier Division North looks quite good fun to me. I think there's a mix of teams from different divisions. Um, I'd say that, uh, as you say, we've mainly been looking at the Hellenic League over the past few seasons because that's where most wow. of the Berkshire teams have played. Uh, but I think perhaps the strongest teams from the Hellenic over the last couple of seasons aren't in this division in, you know, we've seen Binfield be promoted. We've right. seen Fairford, Westfield, uh, Bishop's Cleave. Yeah. Um, teams like that are over, still over in the Hellenic. Flackwell Heath aren't in it as well. Yeah. So I think the majority, perhaps the stronger teams might be coming from the old combined counties division. Uh, and with that in mind, Abby, is there anyone in particular that you uh, I've got your eye on and who do you fancy for uh, making a bid for uh, the top of the league here in the combined counties north um, essentially my way of looking at this is I'm just going to tick off all the grounds that I haven't yet been to so wow all, all of them logic to it I'm just going to go no I don't think so <laughs> not very many on my list to be fair but no I'm just going to do a little like tour de Berkshire basically is my oh, plan lovely. this season um <clears throat> I do not know enough to tell you who I think is going to win it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably need to read some more Football in Berkshire articles. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. The difficulty is there. I don't think that any of us could honestly tell you who. Well, who I, I think with any non-league season, it changes a lot um, over the course of the summer. You never know exactly who's going in and out from uh, various other divisions, um, various other clubs out sort of outside of our um scope basically but i think you know as i said some of the uh, other teams from the combined counties i think might be fairly strong spellthorne sports have been up at the top of the combined counties for the last couple of seasons yes. handworth villa um even southall who uh, reading play at the weekend or well, all three of them i think have been towards the top end of the combined counties over the last couple of seasons so uh, i'd expect them to be strong again without knowing too much more about them but if uh, you can't pick an overall winner, then Abby, how about who do you fancy out of the Berkshire sides? Who do you see in that division as uh, being strong? Uh, this is so much pressure, Rob. You put me on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> um, did you say Ascot are on that list? I, yeah, I think yes. I'm going to go for Ascot. I, I yeah. saw a couple of their games and they, they looked pretty tasty when I saw them. And I, I think... They've made a few new signings, haven't they? I think so. Yeah. Oh, yes. So I think I'm gonna go out on a whim and go for Ascot here. Yeah, I think they're one of the teams from that combined counties Premier um, last uh, over the last two seasons that have been near the top. Obviously, they were they were top on the in the 1920 season when it was curtailed, and then I think uh, when they were deciding who gets promoted, Ascot were uh, second on points per game over the over the yeah. two seasons that were ended so i think you know they've got a strong squad and like you say they've added a couple to it so uh, i think ascot yeah maybe out of the berkshire sides might be um one of the one of the ones to look for um anyone else you got... for making that prediction now then <laughs> well it depends if they win or not <laughs> <laughs> if they tank now then you don't get very much but yeah <laughs> Uh, what about you, Tom? Anyone you uh, like to look um, off? I think you probably can't go far wrong with Ascot, um, as as you say, uh, Abby. They they look they look strong. Um, I've not I've, I'm, I can confess I've not seen them play, um, but you know the, the, you know the core of the players they've got there. They seem to have added some quality as well. Um, 
I think uh, I think we, I saw Windsor last weekend. Having said that, I've not done anything. I did go to Wallingford v Windsor last weekend. Hmm. Uh, Windsor were missing quite a substantial number of players, but they still they, they lost three one in the end. But it was one of those sort of last mad ten minutes in which um, yeah. that, they they looked pretty comfortable throughout the majority of the game. Few changes and. Uh, and it kind of all went to pot a little bit. You know, I, I'm not. I, I don't think I'll be tipping Windsor to win it. Certainly not. Mm. But um, they 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 look they look strong enough. They've they've got some established players there now. Um, yeah. Appleton at the back. Um, couple of a couple of other guys. Um, I I wouldn't put it past Reading City to make a to make a push for it. Um, mm. Simon Johnson. As, as he's said several times to me, uh, not managed yet to complete a season despite being the manager for, I, th- I think, three three years now. Yeah. So um, I think he'll just be hoping to get to the end of the season. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I don't know. I I was, uh, I don't know, Wokingham and Embrook, I was, I was a little worried for them. Um, obviously, it's a shame they've had to make it. They're, they're making a change of manager. Um, mm. But we'll see. We'll see who comes in now. Um and and I guess other than that, it's really difficult to know how how anyone will do. Um, we just have to wait and see. Yeah, I think those you called out a couple of teams there that are quite interesting. I think Windsor have had a reasonably uh, good preseason. They they beat Binfield fairly yeah, comfortably. Yeah, they did. They um, did. Uh, uh, the weekend or a week ago, uh, maybe, um, uh, which was a bit of a surprise, but. Um, but you know they look good in the process, and I think Reading are one of those sides that have sort of progressed over the last few seasons. They were sort of mid-table, then they were sort of a top half side. Then, yeah. then last season they actually were doing very well before everything got called off. Obviously, there's a smaller number of games, a fewer games, yeah. so you can't was, tell as well. But they was, seem to be stepping on each season, so yeah, I wouldn't put it past them to be up there as well. I was going to say you, you do seem to. You, sometimes I have to remind myself that actually we only played nine games last yeah. season. So exactly, it's, yeah. you know, being being wherever you wherever you were in the table doesn't really mean a great deal. Mm-hmm. So, um, uh, last question before we move on: uh, any particular grounds or um, away days that you fancy uh, out of this uh, new look Step Five division? Uh, we've got, I think, uh, five or six uh, Berkshire sides to follow around um, around the uh, around the league. So, is there anywhere in particular you'll be looking to go? Uh, when the season kicks off, I'll start I mean, with you, Abby. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, I'm just doing a little tour of Berkshire, ticking as yeah. many as I can. So, which yeah. ones? Which ones are you going to be ticking off? All of them. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Every single one. Anyone in particular you're looking forward to? Um, I don't know because I don't <laughs> <know> they are. <laughs> um. Well, which ones haven't you done so far in the Berkshire? Oh, Rob, just baiting me out here, all of them. I've barely <laughs> done any of them. I decided to follow football when a global pandemic hit. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Okay, so maybe... Uh, uh, how about uh, moving swiftly on to you then, Tom? Well, aside from the from the brilliantly named London Samurai Rovers in the oh, yeah, well, Counties League Division 1. Yeah, uh, they're, uh, they look quite interesting. They're actually a, um, uh, a side... Well, they're connected to an academy for uh, Japanese players in this country. So they are uh, the samurai is uh, fantastic. It's not just that. no. It's uh, it's just... <laughs> set up. It's partly set up by uh, the Southampton player Yoshida. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Or Why the have Academy, we not written anything we? about this? Why have we not done this? This is what we need to do. We need stuff like this. <laughs> oh, maybe this will uh, be my next article because there's lots of interesting uh, places, uh, links to nationalities in these two divisions. Yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, as you were, the name you were butchering earlier, St. Pantillamon, there is a, a, a Greek, a link to a Greek um, uh, immigrants, I guess, or a, a Greek uh, team, uh, which is right, why they're named okay. like that. Right. Uh, we've got the London Lions, which is uh, were previously called the Maccabi London Lions, who are you know I, Jewish influence there, yeah, or Israeli influence. Um, FC Deportivo Galicia, uh, obviously yes. a, a set up by the Spanish, a Spanish group in in the uh, West London area. So uh, I'm probably missing one or two as well, but you know a few interesting uh, links to the clubs there uh, ah. that are uh, worth pointing out. Do what do we know about Hilltop? Not very much, other than they. <laughs> I think they play in the same ground as Hillingdon Borough. Okay. Uh, so they came from the um, Middlesex League gotcha. last season. They were promoted from Step Seven to Step Six. So. What was your original question there, Rob? Oh, where am I interested That's, in going? Any grounds you were going? And Sorry. I was mainly aiming at the Prem, but uh, yeah, because yes. I haven't spoken about uh, no, 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 yet. But yeah, um, we'll cut. Yes, I suppose we'll come to that. Um, to be honest, for me, Tadley Cleaver. Ooh. It's not a million miles away. No, not at all. From me. So I, I, I'd like to get down there. And to be honest, any any ground I get to go to, I'm going to be very happy. But I am going to Reading City, the Southall, the weekend. So we'll very be good. Uh, live coverage on our FI Berkshire Twitter accounts about that one. Very good. And I think it could be, as I mentioned before, a pretty good game. I think both those sides were near the top of their respective divisions last season. So it'll be interesting to see uh where the level is, who's, you know, whether the Hellenic sides or the combined county sides are, uh, you know, on top early doors. Um, so as we've already spoken about it a little bit, moving slightly on to the combined counties uh, division one, uh, as you said, Tom, there are 20 teams in this division uh, moving up from the... Just 21 with Wallingford. Uh, with Wallingford's moved in. Yes, of course, the 21 now. Uh, well done. Uh, catching that. Uh, <laughs> lots of uh, Berkshire interest again uh, with a, a good number of teams and we've also mentioned a, a few others here um, anyone in particular you fancy uh, doing uh, looking out for in this league either doing well or a dark horse uh, Abby why don't we start with you again you've been Oh, Rob, you keep asking me all the... I'm, I'm ill-prepared today, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> this is unusual. What's going on? Why am I prepared and you're not? This is really I don't cool. know. Well, I'm prepared for the women's stuff. That's what I'm here for. Uh, oh, don't worry. I'll be coming on in a minute. For them. I'm <laughs> so sorry. You, talk, uh, Rob, you even gave us a brief and I'm still not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know, I thought I'd start, better start taking this seriously. Yeah, I mean, at least one of us needs to, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... Can I just say all the Berkshire ones again? Yeah. <laughs> yes, Absolutely. you can. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, one that looks fairly interesting for me is Berks County. Um, yes. Oh, that's absolutely. even worse, Rob. But you've just done that because they're my team, aren't they? They're my partnership <laughs> teams. Now I just absolutely ridiculous that I've not said my own men's team. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, they've they've had a pretty good preseason as well. So uh, you know, had some um, uh, eye-catching wins. It's their first season at the division, uh, obviously getting promoted from the Thames Valley Premier League last year. So uh, how do we think they'll get on if 
Uh, I'll throw that out to Tom first of all. Well, momentum's with them. They looked good last season, albeit uh, they didn't win the Thames Valley Premier League. Yeah. Um, but as you say, the momentum's with them. They've come. They had, there wasn't much. They haven't had much of a break in the summer because the Thames Valley Premier League finished in the end of June. Uh, so they've not had a lot of a break. That will either be a good thing. <laughs> it could go one way or the other. Can it be either be a good thing or a bad thing? I, I don't know which way it will go. But the momentum of 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 that could carry them through. Um, so yeah, I think they'll do very well. They've got some very good players in there. Um, they've got uh, one one guy in there. Um, oh God, what's his name? Um, the the uh, they've got an older player in there, um, which I know. John Swift. That's exactly who I'm talking. I knew he was. I knew he had the same name as someone who played for Reading. Um, so he's, you know, he's signed on again. Um, I think it's the 18th preseason, I think, isn't it? Yeah, so, something like that. And it, I think was some of the one of the one of the big stats about John Swift is that there's there's players playing for Barks County who weren't born when he started yeah. uh, his first senior preseason, uh, which is obviously which is excellent. But no, they've got they've got some good players in there who've played at, at played at higher levels. Um, and, and I'm 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 going to say say Wallingford Town based on seeing them once. Um, yeah. But they looked very, very good against Windsor. Um, yeah. I was chatting to Glenn Goody, who is now the chairman as opposed to the manager, and they've brought uh, a guy called Lee Matthews across from Abingdon Town, um, who have just disbanded um, or are moving somewhere else. So he's come across. He's brought some players with him on top of players that were already there. I mean, the, and the, the goalkeeper they had, and our apologies, I don't know what his name was, but... Um, I'm as bad as some of those Olympic commentators at the moment. Mm. Um, he, yeah, they, they they looked they looked good. Uh, but I've I've said this about Wallingford before, and the odd time that I've seen them, they look very good in the odd one-off game. Um, the thing will be is whether they can carry that on through the season. But I also wonder. How, I, I'm also interested to see how Charvey do. Uh, yeah. I think they they could do reasonably well as well. Um, how many teams go up this season? Do you know? I think it's. Uh... One and then uh, potentially another one. If, oh, there's, yeah, uh, there's playoffs or something, isn't there? Like that, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, two spots to play for, possibly, or one or two spots to play for, anyway, going up from that division. But I think you've chosen an interesting one, Wallingford. They had a good season last year again. And like you say, a good <laughs> bit of seeing them get a, a couple of good results in pre season. But generally, I think this division is uh, reasonably wide open. There doesn't yes. seem to be anyone. Uh, Obviously, with um, last season, so many teams going up from step six, uh, it ended up being three from each division or at least three from each division. A lot of the high quality teams, if you will, um, have have left step six. And so it makes it like quite an exciting league, I guess. I I think there's anyone who can uh, start throwing a few results together and actually, you know, push on up the league. Um, And again, obviously, as you say, all our... Uh, Berkshire teams are grouped together so you know there's going to be a lot of local derbies and uh, and a, a lot of interest from us uh, but it is yeah Wallingford, Barks County, uh, maybe Sandhurst or like you say Charvey all of them could uh, throw a few um, results together and really yeah. make a, a bid for the league this year. It's um, It'll also be interesting to see how Woodley United do uh, yep. under Christian Parker I think they'll I think they'll probably surprise a few people as well. Um, yeah. At the risk of saying, well, it'll be interesting to see how they all do. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, that, that, I guess, is the problem with trying to analyse any sort of non-league division at the start of the season because 
you know, in between now and then. It's not like in the in the higher divisions. If a manager leaves a week before the season, that could well be all the players gone, and then suddenly, suddenly you're playing you're playing youth team players, yeah. and the team that was uh, expected to go on and do quite well could suddenly be at the bottom. It, it's really difficult to yeah. uh, to to know, and, and and you know, just not household household names as much as as unsurprisingly teams that appear on Sky Sports and the BBC every week are so absolutely yeah no like you say uh, we saw that with Abingdon Town I think in the Hellenic a couple of seasons ago first five or six games they beat everyone and then suddenly the yeah. I don't know if the manager left or the or the players left but they yeah. were really swapped around um, but yeah and uh, yeah with like uh, with a lot of teams in the division and a lot more midweek games than teams are used to like you say it, yeah. it's it, it could go anyway this year that league i think it's going to i think it's going to be wide open yeah absolutely so um uh i'm going to ask you to pick for each division your top Berkshire side and i'm going to hold it to you and bring it back to you at the end of the season so uh we'll start with the prem i think you uh, abby you've said ascot you sticking with that yeah with tom you're going to go um, going to go for you can still have ascot if you want but uh, he's not really quite as uh, are you, you going to go ascot um I might go Reading City to be different. Oh, uh, okay, <laughs> uh, certainly a dark horse for me, but uh, yeah, I, I do fancy Ascot. Ascot, I think, are the uh, the strong choice, aren't they? Yes, I think I think it's got to be Ascot for me. Okay, and then in uh, uh, Div One, out of the Berkshire sides, who do you think will be the top um, team? I'm going to have to go Bucks County, really, aren't I? <laughs> yeah, you're. Uh, you've got to nail your colours to the wall on that one. Legally <laughs> obligated. Yeah. Okay, Tom, you got anyone you fancy? Uh, I'm going to go Wallingford with the caveat that they were in Berkshire pre-1974. <laughs> That's quite a caveat. Uh, oh, you know, I I like to base my, my opinions on fact, and I've seen one Division 1 team in the last few weeks, so I'm going to go with them. Yep, okay. Uh, like I say, it's wide open from here, so uh, I might go... As you mentioned them before, Charvey, just to be different. Um, I think Marks County and Wallingford will both have good seasons, but I'll, I'll go with Charvey because, you know, in their new ground in Burnham, uh, getting to play uh, slightly more when they want to, even though obviously they're ground sharing at Burnham as well. Uh, I'm going to go with them. Coolio, uh, any more on uh, any of the combined counties divisions? No, except keep it FI Berkshire for all the latest from the Combined Counties League. And we've had a lovely note from the Secretary of the Combined Counties League, ah. um, which is great. He said he likes what we do and, uh, you know, keep it up. So we will be. Well, just to wrap up our chat, as we mentioned before, um, the Div 1 is starting this weekend at the same time as the uh, it is. Premier League North. And it is actually Charvey who's kicking things off with a trip to Kensington and Ealing Borough. Uh, Kensington are in the FA Cup next weekend, so I presume that's why they're uh, playing a game early. So full round of fixtures next weekend as the Step 5 sides play in the FA Cup. But um, this weekend, it's just Kensington and Ealing Borough versus Charvey. So look for, look out for that one as well. Right. Uh, well, if there's nothing more on the combined counties, we will move on. Uh, another thing that's happened in the last uh, since we spoke to you is we have fixtures for the uh, WSL Women's Super League, uh, and our resident women's uh, correspondent Abby Tyshurst uh, can give us the lowdown on how uh, Reading's fixtures have come out. Um, 
how do you see their starts of the season? Abby, um, tough or easy? Um, it's going to be an interesting one. I don't want to say tough because I want to be optimistic about our season. But we are away to United to start off. So, mm. yeah, that's going to be uh, an interesting game. They are in a bit of disarray right now, really. Um, they've not had a manager since the 12th of May. So, um, I think it's not been announced yet, but it's likely it's going to be Mark Skinner from Orlando Pride. So, but yeah, they're just in a little bit kind of of a flap at the moment, really, United. So, I'm kind of hoping we could maybe use that out to our advantage. But, I mean, there's still a whole month to go yet. And... Actually, they kind of just the fact they were kind of in Champions League race with Arsenal. Um, we lost two one to them, and actually it was just an own goal. So I guess I don't know what that says about it. Really, we didn't score from that. But then our later game that we played in or was it March? I think it was. Um, we won two 0 So yeah, 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 who who knows with that really? Um, yeah. Second up, however, is Arsenal, and I mean. They're just absolutely smashing the transfer window. And they kind of smashed us 6-1 to start with. Although then we did draw to them. So, I mean, good old Reading, the draw specialists. We mm. love a 1-1. So, yeah. I d- and then, well, next after that is Spurs. So, yeah, that's it's, it's going to be an interesting start to the season, yeah. that's for sure. Tricky couple of opening games, for sure. Um, I always think it's quite tough with the uh, uh, side like Reading um, because the turnover of players is just so big. So, you, you know, when you start the season, you're never quite sure what you're going to get um, in terms of performance. Um, I mean, obviously closer to the time, we'll probably go into more depth, but um, any uh, highlights in the transfer window so far for you from a Reading's perspective? We signed a midfielder yesterday. That's exciting. Yeah. I don't really know much about her. She's out of the college system. So she plays for, Florida Raiders I think or something like that Florida Gators I don't know the college football system is very confusing <laughs> so but she's part of the Na- Canada national side um she played in the Canada game against GB the other day actually and I feel like I didn't pay enough attention because I was not aware that she was signing for us so I might have to re-watch <laughs> that game back um but yeah it's exciting she's it's just exciting to have a midfielder. Yeah. <laughs> so someone, anything's good from there, really. So yeah. Someone to that. pass to your new striker as well. So yeah. Yeah. That exactly. Might exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To lob the ball from sixty yards at the other end because we've got no midfield. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, we'll look uh, in more depth, as I said, at the women's super league as uh, we come to uh, kick off, which is the fifth of September or that weekend, I believe. Yes, it is indeed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but just as an overall sort of prediction uh, or prediction what would be good for Reading women this season (sighs) okay let's think about this one well so I said last season I said fifth was a good spot for us Mm -hmm. I'm gonna run with that again I'd like to see fifth again but equally Everton were very solid in fifth place last season Brighton pipped us in the last few games and they're having a really great transfer window as well. And actually, I also mentioned in my post about the kind of WSL fixtures that Villa and Birmingham are both kind of ones to pay attention to because they finished just below us. And actually, they're also having really great transfer windows. So I think this is going to be probably the most competitive WSL season that we will have had in the last five years or so because... People are really kind of not starting to notice because obviously they've, they've always kind of been 
in view but yeah I think it's going to be a real competitive season this one kind of from top to bottom I mean well it, it was competitive at the bottom last year as well with kind of Bristol West Ham and stuff like that so but I think it's going to be a really interesting season across the board so yeah, yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go for fifth very optimistically go for fifth so <laughs> you've got Leicester to look out for as well this season so, yeah uh... exactly they yeah absolutely bossed the championship so I'm really excited to see how they're doing because they don't always... have any players do they Leicester yeah, they've got loads of players. Uh, a few of them did, yeah. Okay. Former former Reading player Millie Farrow, she's gone to Charlton, I think. But no, they're, they're kind of bolstering the ranks again, and they're, they're, I really like their manager as well, actually. Um, Just so, resigned yeah. for a. Um, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so, yeah, so, definitely. Yeah. I think always one to watch is the kind of the championship promotion team. So, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, I think, uh, you know. As we've seen over the last few years, the women's game is just growing and going from strength to strength. And that just means the top division in particular, you'll start seeing a much more competitive league. Um, and, you know, that can only be good. Yeah, absolutely. Even Perhaps not for Reading, but uh, it can only be good in general. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, sticking on women's football for a little bit longer, um, you were at the, uh, what was it, the AGM for the... Uh, County Women's Football League. Rob. Yeah, thank you for rescuing me on that. <laughs> uh, uh, I can never remember because it it's so long. But uh, yeah, any insight you can give us to that in terms of uh, league constitutions or uh, start date or anything that we could look forward to? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, so, I mean, just as not. And it was a session to rival the Handforth Parish Council meeting, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but no, in terms of constitution, um, it's still kind of rough one at the moment because obviously we're still only kind of at the end of July. So there's a chance for kind of people to move and stuff like that. But the season is due to kick off on the 5th of September um, and the under 18s are on the 4th of September. But yeah, there's been a little bit of movement and actually it's really exciting for me as someone who writes about it because there's a little bit more kind of, um, what's the word? I don't know. Kind of there's more, some more teams have moved up. So it's kind of a little bit further yeah. across the kind of the whole league rather than just all kind of focused in the division. So um, of note is, I mean, I don't know, this is Hampshire though, technically. Evesley and California have yeah, been yeah. promoted to Southern region. So they are no longer in division one. They've moved up leagues. Um, and... So we have Caversham United now and there. So they've kind of, so they were Caversham AFC ladies and they've remained, they've kept their spot just as Caversham United. So they're still division one. And then there's still Tilehurst and Wargrave and Wokenham and Engbrook to look out for. Um, the exciting thing is division two, because I've just been covering the lonely Hollyport in division two for the last two seasons. But um Slough from Division 3 East and then Mortimer from Division 3 South have both moved up to Division 2. Um, so that'll be interesting. There's three sides to kind of cover in Division 2 now. Um, in terms of Division 3 East, I think it's remained the same. I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's been any movement there. I think it's all the kind of same side. So Ascot are in there. And who else? I can't remember who else. That's really bad. Oh, Slough's in there. So it's, yeah, just Ascot. Um, I think there's two new additions to 3 South, which obviously affects me as an S4K player in Division 3 South. So um, I think we are getting... Ooh, who has joined us? Potentially Eversley and California's reserve side, if they might be in it. And also Abingdon United as well. But obviously they're not kind of Berkshire sides, are they, technically? Is Abingdon a Berkshire side? 
No, it's like, not. I didn't think it was. No, it's the same way that Wallingford is. Pre-1974. <laughs> and Tilehurst Panthers development side as well. They are potentially joining our, league, our division as well. Um, and then development division um, remains the same. So there's Raysbury. And then I think, oh, and also the new edition of Burf- Burfield ladies is in there too before tom tells me off for calling it bergfield yeah so um some new additions and some upward movement as well which is really exciting i haven't figured out if any of the new teams like the new new teams are berkshire sides yet that's next on my list (laughs) so plenty more for you to cover next season and uh yeah very comprehensive rundown there so uh one last question for you then how are s4k ladies going to get on in the is it the div three east you're in uh no we are in div three south sorry <coughs> Div three south uh how um, are berkshire uh, sorry s4k ladies can make it on i mean we're gonna give it a good run for title contenders for sure um yeah we'll see as well as i've mentioned many times it was a competitive division and pro- potentially yeah. the most competitive i guess probably because it's got the most berkshire sides in it but yeah i think we were probably one of the most competitive divisions so um, obviously, as I said, Mortimer have gone up to Division 2, so we don't have them to contend with now. But um, Taplow, Wallingford, they kind of gave us a fairly kind of good run for our money. So, yeah, it will be an interesting one to keep an eye on, definitely. I'm excited to kind of be involved in it as well. Get, <laughs> so... on, get on the score sheet, add to my tally of one goal. Wow. Well, yeah, good luck in that. And it sounds like anyone looking for a title race can uh, uh head down to the uh div- that division next year yeah absolutely very good uh tom you look like you want to cut in with something there yes um, i just just when you said uh trying to remember the full thames valley counties women's football league yeah. um i've had to write cherry red records combined counties league premier division yeah. north quite a lot this week and um that i think has to be the longest division name going yeah, so yeah cool so uh with that in mind the uh um i think we've comprehensively covered the uh women's game there uh and uh, all the uh, all that's left on our running order here is to mention that we have a, a one side uh, uh bracknell town have left uh larges lane after um uh playing there or since uh, since they were formed, I believe um, they're moving Not to. Quite all right. no. But... Right, well, I'll let you, <laughs> you do your love note in a minute. But uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, so Racknell are moving to Sandhurst, and uh, unfortunately, due to how, uh, COVID restrictions and everything, there wasn't so much of a fanfare around the departure, and uh, and a no big send off. Um, but they played their last uh, game as a preseason friendly there last week. Uh, we thought it'd be a nice opportunity to look back and to ask our resident uh, uh, largest lane regular, uh, or certainly has been in the past largest lane regular, to uh, remember some of the good times in the old ground and to uh, give us a little bit of a rundown on uh, how that uh, that ground, what that ground means to him. So over to you oh. for your love notes to largest wow. lane, Tom Canning. Um, what what can I say about it? Really, it was um, everybody has the ground that they not necessarily first went to, but where they first kind of 
kind of fell in love with with football, whatever level that was. And the first ground I actually ever went to was the county ground in Swindon, which I went to twice before uh, going to Large's Lane, which I think we covered that, Rob, on our chat with um, the Crystal Palace CEO. Yeah, uh, so I, I, won't, uh, I, won't, I won't go into that one again. The people can go back and look up that one if they like. Um, yeah, everybody has that first ground. That, that was mine, you know. Let's let's not beat around the bush. It was shabby. It was the pitch was for the majority of that time dreadful. Uh, it was. Um, oh. Oops. Um, the it yeah it the pitch was on a clay base so it held water the massive trees along one side meant that if it had frozen overnight it didn't necessarily defrost particularly well um it was held together by rusty nails and and uh, and, and and other sorts of stuff and but but people loved it people worked really really hard on it to keep it uh in in a, in a ship shape fashion to keep it so that it could still be used uh, as a as a football ground. Lots of people over. Um, <laughs> I was going to say over. Uh, we're not shy of a hundred years. Um, Nineteen thirty three, I think, was the was the year that they moved into Large's Lane. So so lots and lots of people over over a long long period of time worked very hard. And then obviously um, the the new guys that have come in have refurbished the place. They've they've uh, you know it, it, it is a modern football ground it, it's slightly cramped but it's a it's a modern football ground currently and, and again you know hundreds and hundreds of people have worked incredibly hard to get that ground into the state it is so it's a real shame um that they are they are moving um it's a town center location which is great sandhurst obviously isn't whilst it's still in the borough as it were um i, I having having gone over there having you know even driving is a bit of a chore uh, it's not particularly far or anything like that it's just I, I don't know um but that that's that's the decisions they've made um and and, and good luck to them the, the ground at sandhurst certainly from the pictures i've seen looks terrific they've done a they've done a good job on pulling that together but i think i think largest lane will be sorely sorely missed by an awful lot of people um and going going back you know as i say it'll be hundreds and thousands of people who who have got used to that as the ground they go to and it'll be a it'll be a real shame when that closes but um for me it's hard to pick great moments because um <laughs> during my time supporting the club we never did particularly well but um there were a couple of amazing fa cup nights one of them being um basingstoke town uh, in a replay nil nil over two games uh and this this one went right down to the last I think almost the last kick of the game we talked to Adam Crittenden about it a few a couple of months ago Rob um, and that so that game was fantastic another one that springs to mind um, there were a couple of really big wins one I wasn't at which was a, a big 10-1 win over Whiteleaf uh, uh, over over Christmas that one that was that was one I wasn't at but that was pretty one that always sticks to my spring, springs to mind is uh, is a game uh, against Worthing at home when uh, I'd never seen a team manage to keep the ball in the corner for for the best part of half an hour like Bracknell did in that game to win a League Cup tie so that was uh, sort of just silly things really but but more than anything it's the friends you make it's the it's the people you know you know I made lifelong friends by going to that place and and 
um, people will do the same going to Sanders. Those sorts of things will will continue to happen. It might be different people. It might be all of this and that, but that sort of stuff will still happen. And, and you know, great, all for it. It's just a shame that that it won't be at, at Largest Lane anymore. But, I, you know, I think the thing that sometimes gets forgotten in all of this is that for the best part of the last, I don't know, 30 years, it has always been the club's intention, no matter who was in charge, no matter who was running it, it has always been the club's intention to move to a new ground. That at some at certain points, that has been at Blue Mountain, the golf course, where they've now got a big housing estate. At other points, that's been uh, actually an Ascot, um that and and various other places i'm not from i don't know if i know all of the various locations but there was serious consideration to a ground in in uh, in ascot so um actually you know it, that was always the club's intention to move uh, at, at some point so the fact that it's now happened it shouldn't particularly be a surprise as i say it's a shame that that they're going but there we go yeah well uh obviously uh Bracknell will be ground sharing at Sandhurst Town uh, in the next seasons. And um, we'll look in more depth at the uh, Bracknell Town and uh, the other Berkshire, Ispian, South Central clubs uh, before their season starts uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, but very sad to be leaving Largest Lane as it is for any uh, grounds that people have been in for uh, or clubs have been in for a very long time. But uh, we're wishing Bracknell all the best for the new season Indeed. at Sandhurst. Uh, right. Have we got any other business from any of you two? Um, just that there's some women's fixtures that you can go and watch this weekend. Oh, uh, tell me more. Ascot are playing Portsmouth. That will be a really great game. Although oh, they wow. are away to Portsmouth, so it's a bit of a bit of a trek. Bit of a but, trek. Um, yeah, worth it definitely. Portsmouth are a great side, so that will be a really good challenge for Ascot. Um, you can come and watch Raysbury versus S4K at the Memorial Ground. That's going to be a great game. <laughs> Um, Cabersham United women are away to Goring, I believe, and Maidenhead United women are away to Actonians. So, yeah, there's a few mm. few games to go have a gander at on Sunday afternoon. Lovely. Actually. Also, one other thing, just um, like to give a shout out to Chloe from Binfield because she tweeted the tweet I've been waiting for all season because she just tweeted Sean the Prawn. <laughs> God, the other day. <laughs> That's all I've been waiting for. <laughs> Very good. Yeah, Binfield. Uh, he scored the second in Binfield's win over Step Three um, Metropolitan Police, which was a very good result for them in their preseason as it continues. Um, well, as we mentioned, there's a couple of uh, uh, competitive fixtures to get to, um, but um, the real bulk of the games start next weekend, and we'll be back before that um, to preview the FA Cup and uh, the start of the or the the full start of the combined counties div one the full set of fixtures are rather than just the one we've got this season uh we'll be back to talk about that but until then it's uh thank you for joining us and it's goodbye from abby tysurst bye goodbye from tom canning bye and goodbye from me bye berkshire football stories is sponsored by barks county football club the Swords are now ground sharing for the 2020-21 season at Binfield FC. If you're looking for your football fix in the area, check out Barks County's fixture list and head down to Hill Farm Lane this season to see local players striving for promotion. You can see all the latest fixtures, results and much more at www.barkscountyfc.com. <laughs>